This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. It's me, Roz. How you doing? You excited to talk about things that are not in the news? Me too. Let's talk about the paranormal, shall we? First of all, thank you guys for all the nice messages from last week's episode with Very Gay Paint. I got a lot of messages talking about how funny the episode was, which... I agree. I I really, really loved that episode last week. And we've got another great one this week with another hilarious comedian named Kara Connors. And I think you're going to enjoy this one. But before we get to that, I have a ghost story. It was sent to me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. Which you could do, too. Just put in the subject line something about it being a ghost story. This one comes from Anonymous. Anonymous writes, 
I've heard you mention a couple of times that you don't get many ghost stories from New York City. I've lived in the city for 10 years without any paranormal encounters, but I'm starting to think that there's something wrong with the place where I work. I'd love to hear your theories. I work for an organization that moved into a new office space last year, and there's something that feels really off about it. At first, I thought I was imagining things or just settling into a new space, but I keep hearing a noise that I can't explain, and it creeps me out. It sounds exactly like someone is quietly knocking on the door to get into our office or else trying to open the door from the hall. But when I go to look, there's nobody there. And the motion sensor in the hallway hasn't turned the light on, so nobody even could have been there. The door is glass, so it's easy to see people approaching, but I only ever hear this sound when the door is out of my line of vision. It's especially bad when I'm there alone, but it happens when people are there. My coworker hears it too and agrees that there's a weird feeling in the space. I can't really describe it, but I feel like something is off there. There's a bad energy in the space, like a heaviness, and other bad energies seem to be drawn to it. I noticed that I've been getting more migraines ever since we moved into this space, and the space itself has been riddled with problems. Appliances, electrical equipment, and other things keep breaking, and the battery on my new phone drains too quickly when I'm at work. It just adds up to something that isn't quite normal. I think it's important to note that we are in a new building, but located in the Bowery, in an area with a ton of history. The Bowery, God, that's a hard word to say. The Bowery is the oldest street in Manhattan. It was a Native American trail and trading route that went on to become a main thoroughfare as New York City developed. The area earned a bad reputation in the 1800s, early 1900s, with tons of bars, flop houses, crime, and shady activity, including more than a couple of murders. We are right down the street from where, quote, Suicide Hall used to be, which is a tavern that got its name because so many people ended their lives there. But I haven't been able to dig up any history specifically tied to our building or address, but it seems more than likely that there has been bad energy in this area for a long time. What do you think? Am I dealing with some sort of low-key poltergeist or maybe an aggregor that has attached itself to the location? Since New York City does seem mostly ghost-free, as you and a few guests have mentioned, is this what happens when the energies accumulate in one spot for too long? Looking forward to your thoughts. Okay, I got I got some thoughts here. Well, I don't think that New York City is ghost-free at all. I, I, I just... I don't know. I just think it's weird. I just don't hear the stories. Now, yes, there are those theories that ghosts use energy from electrical equipment and sure phone battery all kinds of batteries and appliances 
the theory goes that that is what gives them their energy and it sounds like this ghost needs the energy because it's all it can do is do a couple of knocks here or there it's like carbs electronics are ghost carbs an iphone is essentially a ghost cliff bar because it's probably an old ghost or ghosts these could be ghosts from before there was, you know, a city there. They could be turn-of-the-century ghosts. They could be more recent ghosts. Isn't it weird to think that turn-of-the-century it, it could also imply Y2K? It could be a Y2K ghost. If you start seeing low-rise jeans walking on their own, if you see a floating Livestrong bracelet, of course, none of us know how any of this stuff works, but I do think sometimes, like, these old ghosts that have been ghosting for years, do you, don't you, wouldn't you think naturally that their energy would die down? Like, they just wouldn't be able to keep it going? But also with this story, I mean, okay, so it's a new building. There could be some wiring problems, which could be why the appliances, electrical equipment die. Could that be some kind of knocking in a building? I don't know. Could there be mold? Well, I mean, it's a newer building. Not to sound like a skeptical paranormal investigator. I like to just go with the thought that maybe it is a ghost, but I hope it's not too negative or anything. I hope you can still get through your day. Oh, the migraines, though. That sucks. I actually know this guy that anytime he's around, I just instantly get a migraine. Like, not debilitating, but just like, I need to lay down. My head is killing me right now. So, I mean, if somebody like that dies, could they still have that capability as a ghost to just give me a migraine? I bet it's possible. Also, I think that that person just wears too much cologne and I can't stand it. Okay, let's get on over to this conversation with the hilarious comedian Kara Connors. On Patreon this week, there's a bonus clip of us looking at a haunted doll named Jacqueline. And there's also a full-length episode this week on there as well on my second tier and a, uh, a little video, too. Here we go. It's time for me and Kara Connors. On with the show. Oh, my God. Kara. Hello. Thanks for doing this. How are you? I'm good. I'm kind of nervous. Why are you nervous? I don't know. I'm just, I'm nervous. This is like, I'm excited, but it's not like, I don't usually share these views with people. This is not. <sighs> Ooh. Well, here's the thing. You're talking to an audience of people that have heard, they've heard reality shows talking, uh, reality stars talking about getting fucked by ghosts. They have, they've heard me telling stories about haunted Ouija boards. Like mm -hmm. this, you're not, this is the place to do it. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> I'm still, I don't know. I'm still, my breath, it feels tight. <laughs> Maybe it's a ghost. I'm just like, I really just don't talk about my opinions about any supernatural topics that much. I feel like there's not that many like safe people. And then like, I'm kind of agnostic in general about it. And so then I don't know. Here's what I'll say. The last time that I tried talking about it, I met, I was with some friends at a bar and they brought this person from out of town and they said, you have to talk to her because her mom is the second most famous psychic in New Jersey. And Wait a second. What is the ranking? Who was there a competition? I don't know, but it was like said as a a thing of pride. Like it was said as like show some fucking respect because <laughs> do you this know who you're talking to? This is this the mom. daughter. Yes. Of the second. second most famous psychic in New Jersey. <laughs> So, but she was there and I heard that fact earlier in the night. I kind of sat with it. I was like, let me get a read on this situation. And then later on in the night, after a few drinks, I said, Hey, so I'm kind of curious, like, you know, so-and-so mentioned that your mom is like a psychic. Is that true? And I'm not exaggerating. And I had three other people confirm this that were there. Um, this gray shadow came across her face and she turned like really, I perceived it as she aged 20 years, like her face changed. And it was like in a movie where it was like, what do you want to know? Like she got <sighs> really, really defensive immediately. And then I tried to make a joke, like, does she have an office in her house or like, does she do her work at home or does she have a separate office? And she just was like, really shut down and defensive about it. But we all afterwards, my three friends all separately, we said, did you see that shat like that thing cross her face? Wait, 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 but she was offended that you asked her about yes. her mom? Yes. Why? She was just like, because I think she was on the defensive that people were like gonna be making fun of her, or I don't know. But it was I think she was like, wait a minute, you're asking me this. You should know that my mom oh. is the <laughs> second mo- I thought that was understood when I walked in here tonight. <laughs> That's actually probably a more accurate reading, but we all, I don't know. I'm just saying the last time I even tried to broach the subject, I saw my first ghost. So I'm scared to talk. Wow. If I age 20 years talking about this with you today, I'm going to be pissed. I want to see, you know, there's like the Long Island medium iconic. I want to see the second best Long Island medium that needs to be yeah that needs to be a spinoff of that show that's somebody who should that's have like usually show. gets it right but right. like sometimes eh. right I trust that psychic more than one that says that they're always right to be honest that that family there there's some stuff powerful stuff happening even I was scared to say that I was like should I change the state should I say the second most, you know, that is really who it was. But what if you could Google that and figure out who, I don't know. Well, I'm going to right now. Let's Google <laughs> second best psychic in New Jersey. Okay. Oh. Let's oh see here. Just a lot of ads, of course. Psychic Natalie. Oh, no, that's in Philadelphia doesn't seem to have it here oh man 
Well, I'm sure that she she probably knows we're talking about her because she's psychic. Of course, she's, she's the a psychic. psychic. <laughs> Do you know how many people live in New Jersey? A lot of people. Do you know how many you, psychics probably live there? Uh, yeah, I, I imagine there's probably at least two. <laughs> <laughs> have you um, ever been to a psychic yourself? I have never been to a psychic, no. Do you have any reason? That I've not gone? I, I think... Um, I definitely believe that I guess my whole, like in general, my whole statement and this probably applies to like anything that we're going to talk about is I think that anybody who thinks that they have all the answers with anything is really ignorant and stupid. So like, of course I think that things are possible just cause I haven't experienced them. I do have some like negative stereotypes maybe in my head that a lot of maybe psychics are just claiming something or that they're like kind of, people give them information, don't realize that they're giving them information mm -hmm. and then they kind of use that or they're just like very intuitive. I definitely think that there's psychics and people with real power and real vision and ability, but I guess I've never gotten like a direct recommendation. You have to go see and talk to this person and like, I don't think it's their job to prove anything to me. So I don't know. I also I don't, don't trust like when people do that with me, like you got to go to this person. I went to them. Yeah. It's, it's very similar to like, uh, diet and exercise or something like it, it's different for everybody. I think, right. I don't believe that there's one person that knows everything about every single person they've ever met. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't buy it. No. I mean, the only psychic I've really wanted to see, I think is I was watching like a real housewives it was a, like an Australian Real Housewives. And there's a woman on there who is a psychic and kind of claims to be like all these different things and is like a huge shit disturber. And like, she did a reading on one of the episodes and all the wives got really upset and angry. And so then I think like she might actually have some abilities. That's a classic Real Housewife trope is you got to get in. Yeah. <laughs> I've also seen it on Little Women Atlanta. Yes. They bring in a psychic that just reads them all. Yeah. And then it just stirs shit up. And it's right. Honestly, it works. It's, it's great. really funny. It's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I um. OK, so so have you ever encountered a ghost or anything that you believe could be? I don't know that I've ever encountered a ghost. I mean, I told you my experience that I consider the most supernatural is when I have dabbled in uh, in mushrooms and some of the experiences I've had there. I wouldn't count that as a ghost per se, but I guess like what's your definition of a ghost? I'm not really. Well, worried. yeah, I mean, who knows? But it. I think all that kind of stuff is connected. But for me, I... I always say that I believe that there is something to particularly hallucinogens mm -hmm. and any kind of mind altering substance. Mm -hmm. um, I do think that like, I remember when I started doing this podcast, if someone would, if I would read something crazy, a story that mm -hmm. someone told or, or whatever, I would read other people, their comments being like, they were just on drugs or whatever. Right. And as time has gone on, I'm like, well, you know, when you're drunk, you're kind of like a baby, like in a lot of mm -hmm. ways, you're, you're, you're shutting off that adult 
all the shit you got to worry about as an adult. Mm. Like there's so many things that are on our minds that we don't even realize. And all of that Mm. is pretty much shut off. And just like with babies, they say that they can see the ghosts and they're, they're closer to the spirit world because they're Mm -hmm. not worried about all the shit that Mm -hmm. we're always worried about. So why wouldn't that be true with when you're, you know, on a substance? Yeah. Your inhibitions can be lowered or you're like more made more aware maybe of your surroundings. Um, yeah. Yeah. My mom would tell me ghost stories. Like she said that her house growing up was haunted Mm -hmm. and grew up in like, Irish Catholic Chicago, like 60s, there were like eight kids and they like lived. She said that she saw ghosts all the time. And my aunt, who's very like rational and like doesn't talk about anything like this, confirms it. She was like, yes, we did have a couple of ghosts that lived in the house. So I think like I always wanted to have that experience because it was just told as kind of these like fun stories. And I was also morbid as a kid. Like I would always, when we would like, this is so weird. I don't know if I'll fit, but like uh, we would always go for like bike rides in the cemetery. Cause there's not like a lot of cars. And I always would look for like any headstone that was like a kid or like someone that was younger, like when I was a kid. And like, I always thought that I could like feel it if they were there. And like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> so what That's happened weird. when you did mushrooms? Oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm getting so Are you nervous. on mushrooms right now? No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> okay. completely sober. Um, no, but I think I'm going to do them this weekend. Uh, oh, you to escape report reality. Back. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, the the experience that I had when I did a very large dose of mushrooms like a few months ago was, it was the first time where I, I was, I, the entire thing was very positive, but there was a certain point where I started feeling like very much like I was in this like weird middle place. And then I kept asking my girlfriend if we died, like I was convinced that I had died and that we were in some sort of middle place or good place. And she was like, no, we didn't die. And I was like, but how do you know? How would you know if like that happened? But the part of it that's also kind of a little scary or spooky is that she didn't do any mushrooms. And I was the only one who did it. But then at a certain point, she like entered the trip with me and was fully part of it and like high on mushrooms, but took and ingested no much. I feel like you don't believe me. She did. <laughs> well, wait, I'm trying to figure out. Wait, so she in your trip was a part of it. Yes, but was not on any like has in the past, but like did not consume any. And then I was like, did we die? Are we ghosts? Like, because I just felt so like peaceful slash disconnected. And then there was a point where we started communicating (laughs) without speaking. And she was communicating back. Yes. And was not on mushrooms. And then like, I felt it. I was like, I don't know if this is like a spirit or a soul or like whatever we are, whatever energy is happening. And I was like, we are communicating not verbally through whatever energy, soul, whatever you want to call it inside of us. And we are speaking like telepathically. Have you talked to her since then? And she's like, yeah, I I was not on mushrooms and I was talking to you without moving my mouth. We've talked about it a bunch of times. We've, we've tried to like talk to my friends about it because I'm friends with so many like lesbian witches and we're like what was that what was that what happened and, and what no one has been really witches say 
they haven't been able to give us a good answer. They're like, some are like, oh, you're very connected or like, oh, you, that could have been ego death or that. But nobody has said that couldn't happen. And I'm like, I know that it happened. I experienced it. But now I feel like Demi Lovato trying to tell people about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go find a support group after this. <laughs> I bet you Demi Lovato would love to hear about this. Yeah. But, um, so I don't know. What do you think? You've heard a lot of these different. So do you think that that I've was I've never something? heard this, this exact kind of thing, but I believe, I, I believe that that's possible. Why not? I believe in telepathy. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of like people are in our lives for a reason. And mm-hmm. like when you're really connected with them, you can, there's something to do with, your intuition about that. It's sort of like how you could, you could be like, wait, I have a feeling I need to call my close friend and then you call them and it feels, you know what I mean? Like that. I do think that that's true with certain people that you're close to in your life. I I don't know if it's, they were put in your life for a reason or from being around them so much, you get in tune with them somehow. I don't know. Yeah, But it just feels like it definitely felt, it did feel like it went into the level of, supernatural like it was not it just it wasn't like oh we're like so in like there was something else happening we also have had this thing where like she got um we got tattoos together once and like she got a tattoo on her arm and I got a tattoo on my leg and we didn't say anything to each other but for three days my arm was hurting in the spot that she got her tattoo and I didn't tell her for three days, but I kept being like, ow, like what the fuck? And I didn't have a tattoo there. I told her after three days and she said, that's been happening to me on my leg. Oh my God. (laughs) Something. That's why I'm like, something is happening. (laughs) And I'm not like, I don't normally, I am like often pretty cynical about like, a lot of these types of like stories and, you know, or I try to like keep an open mind, but I did experience that. That's something. That's some, that I, I just, I need answers. I think I have to go to the second best psychic. Let's Jersey. call Demi Lovato. Let's see. <laughs> let's see what we can find out. I've been trying to get a hold of Demi Lovato since I started this podcast. We have to just tag the shit out of them and let's see if we can get them to at least look at the story. I haven't had Demi, but I have had Matthew Scott Montgomery. Shout out Matthew Scott Montgomery, who's very sweet to come on here. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. 
explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Okay, I want to tell you about something that, a a story that I recently learned about. Okay. I haven't come up with a name for this segment yet, but essentially I googled something. Okay. And so now I'm an expert on it. Oh, okay. Great. Um, This is the story of Emily Saget. Um, This is a story about a doppelganger. Are you familiar oh. with that term? Yes. See, I feel like that became like a really popular term on Facebook like 10 years ago. There was like <laughs> doppelganger day and uh-huh. it was like all people posting like what celebrity they think they, they look like. Right. Um, but it's also there's like the paranormal definition, which oh. is it kind of goes along with astral projection. It's like when a living person has like a ghost version of them also moving around. Whoa. And is it like tethered to them or they're doing their own thing separately? It's from what I usually hear. It's like separately. It's like, Oh, my partner was at work, but they were walking around my house. I always think that it's possibly in some circumstances, a, an excuse for like, Somebody's like, oh, my partner is supposed to be at work, but like really like your partner came home for a second to like right. do something. And they're like, I wasn't here. It must have been a ghost. It wasn't me. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a, it could be that sometimes. Right. right. But and sometimes people think that it's a bad omen. Um, like with like, are you familiar with astral projection? I've heard the term, but I don't actually know what that means. It's like when the spiritual body leaves your physical body and people do it like when they sleep. Um, Oh. Yeah. You can kind of like go walk around town and do whatever. Um, Yeah. But um, (laughs) so it's like, yeah, it's like your spirit and your body get disconnected. Okay. So maybe that's what it is. But this story is real interesting. Okay. Now, I will say off the bat that the validity of the story has been in question because it takes place in 1845. It was originally in a book. It was written in a book in 1860 by Robert Dale Owen called The Foothills on the Boundary of Another World. And um, I'll tell you more about the validity of it, but... A lot of people believe it. So this woman, Emily Saget, she was a teacher. And in 16 years of her 
teaching career. She had worked at 19 different schools across oh. France. So right there, it's like, why? What's going on here? So <laughs> it turns out it's because she had a ghost twin that would okay. like follow her around. Okay. Which to me, I'm like, teachers don't get paid enough. They should have, it's, they should be allowed to have a doppelganger to help and them. And is taking some of her workload for her? That was what the it ghost seems to like do? it. Okay. You know, it's like, I, that would be great to have yeah. <laughs> like a ghost twin grading the papers. So in 1845, mm-hmm. she's teaching at this all girls school in Latvia. Mm-hmm. And okay. 13 of her students, uh, these girl students, um, they saw her ghost twin standing beside her, mirroring, mirroring, like, everything that she's doing. Which I'm picturing, like, a version just, like, making fun of her behind her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, At one point, apparently, she was seen helping a student fix her dress. Um... Apparently, Emily could not see the ghost, but everyone else could. So she would actually get exhausted when it would appear. And uh, she was said to have reported that it would do things that she thought about doing. So it's believed that she had kind of like some subconscious control of it. So she would be like, oh, I should be doing that. And then like the ghost twin would go do it. Whoa. <clears throat> Which is kind of amazing. Whoa. Cause I, but I also feel like that could get you in trouble. Like, I don't know. You're if you're at like a store and someone's like mean to you, you could like have your ghost twin go like slap them or something. But you can't even see the ghost twin or really control it. You just know that it's affected by your actions and other people are telling you that they see it. One, does Emily suspect that she's a ghost? Like, did she ever get worried that it's, like, the opposite? Like, if everybody else is seeing... It doesn't seem, from the reports of this, it doesn't seem like there's much info on how she felt about it. Because she must know. She's been fired from every... Well, we're going to get to this in a second. So, uh, one time, this is, like, the big story. She's, She's gardening outside of the classroom... And there's, like, another teacher supervising the kids. They're mm-hmm. in a sewing class. And uh, the substitute teacher lady leaves for a moment. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Emily's doppelganger comes in and sits down in the teacher's seat. And the kids are like, wait a minute. She's right there. And Emily is oh. outside gardening. Like, they could see her. So these two students are brave enough. And they go up to the doppelganger and they start touching her and they could run their fingers through her. And they said that she felt like she was made out of cobwebs. Ooh! Oh! Spiderweb lady. That's so scary. later she said that <laughs> she had wished that she was in the room supervising the kids. So it was mm. like she like made that happen. Um, <laughs> it became every single day at school. And parents started to take their kids out of class because they're like, the teacher's creeping us out. (laughs) So people would actually walk through the doppelganger and they said that it would feel like thick fabric. There were so many complaints that she ended up getting fired 
Whoa. And, but the thing that sucks is like people liked her. She was a good teacher. Every school that she got fired from, they were always like, oh no, she was great. It's just, right. <laughs> she has a, a ghost twin that's yes. freaking <laughs> out the kids. Which I admit, like, what is that job interview? It's like, okay, so we see here, you've worked at a, what is it, 19 a schools in the school. past 16 years. Uh, what's What's up with that? What I mean, what I I feel like it's probably was easier in 1840 to not like check references, handing them a resume. Yeah, like you're not gonna like <laughs> you could just say this is my first job or like right. I was at this one school. I mean, how are they? Yeah, how are they? They're like, okay, we're gonna write a letter to your last school. We're gonna put it right. on a, a carriage, and in six weeks we'll get back to see right. Like, what they say uh, to her, I'd be like, listen, you're going to get two teachers for the price of one. It, yeah. It could be worse. And co-teaching is very popular now. Like a lot of classrooms have like 36 students and they have two adults. So makes she sense. obviously, yeah, I think it makes sense. I'm wondering where the ghost twin come from. Was this like, was she initially conceived as a twin? And then one of the twins died <gasps> like, or you know what I mean? Cause that what's the, there's like a term for that where like, and then it kind of gets like absorbed. Like, you know, if someone's pregnant with twins, they'll like lose one of the babies. And sometimes like, I don't know. So maybe it's like oh, something like interesting. that. Well, here's the thing. She was never heard from again. Like basically this Obviously. whole story centers around this one. Like, I'm sure there were um, a lot of like, I want to hear about all the other schools, but right. the one that was like reported was this right. final school. And Whoa. People have looked into how true mm -hmm. this is, and they found a woman that had a very similar name that lived in that same area. But some people suspect that maybe she was saying using a fake name or right. she would change her name to try to reinvent herself. So right. it's kind of hard to track her. I don't know if this is a real story or not, but either way, that kind of a thing does get reported. Uh, I mean, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people reporting it and like, what is the, but people do lie about things, but also like, why would they come forward with that? Especially back then. I mean, you wouldn't want to be associated with that probably, right? Like it would be pretty dangerous to like admit that you have any kind of like connection to that. Cause it could be perceived as like connections to evil or dark spirits right. or they, they, right. So there's. It's like if someone was going to stand up and say something, yeah, it wouldn't like help them to do that. So maybe that lends itself to it being more possibly true. Just let the lady have her job. Yeah. Just get used I mean, to her creepy ass cobweb ass <laughs> twin. Just get used to it. There's worse I, things. There's worse things. And also like if I was Emily, like wouldn't, Maybe you be the one in the classroom helping your kids and maybe have your weird ghost twin be the one doing the gardening. Like, I think, oh. why don't we flip it so that you're the one supervising That's and then smart. have the creepy ghost out. We don't know that there sounds like they're a little creepy. Have them be doing this stuff. Like maybe it was a priority issue. She's like, oh, cool. I have this ghost twin. I'm just going to let them supervise the kids and I'm going to go do something relaxing. Right. That's not how it's supposed to go. Right. So maybe that was the issue. I'm sorry. I have to wonder when she's getting freaky deaky, what's going on with the ghost twin? I mean, I would hope that 
I think if the person that's getting freaky with Emily is smart, that they would at least extend an open invitation. <laughs> to the I'm just like, if, if you were the principal of a school in 1840 and you have 20 parents come to you and say, we're really scared. This person is like, has a ghost attached to them. Like, you don't fire that person. Like, have you not, like, I guess there weren't movies then, but it's like, if you not like read any book or movie, like you don't piss off the ghost. Like you don't fire, right. you, you start a new school. Your kids go to a new school. Exactly. That's what and then the ghost teacher just stays and it becomes a haunted house. Like you don't kick them out. So I think it's the same thing with sex. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, hey, can you make sure, like, you would just have to be down and, like, into that, I think. Oh, my God. But that's why, I, to me, I'm like, you have to tell, you would think she would tell her employees, like, listen, or her employers, like, I'm a great, I'm a great teacher. I don't think you should do that. You're just, but you're going to see a cobweb-feeling version of me. I mean, if I was her, I would have just honestly, like, to protect myself, I would have just, like, gaslit everybody around me. If they tried to say they saw a ghost, I'd be like, are you okay? Like, I would be reporting them. I'd be like, what are you talking about? You're, you need to get treatment. I'm scared for you. That's what I would have done because it wouldn't have been safe. Let's call the second best psychic in Long Island. Okay, I'm or in really New Jersey. Talk to her. You want to hear some ghost voices? Yes. Okay, it's time for EVPs or EV please. Have you ever heard of an EVP? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that that sounds familiar. It stands for electronic voice phenomena. It's when ghost oh. hunters believe that they have captured a ghost speaking. Oh, okay. So I go to YouTube. I look, I spend hours of my life <laughs> looking at alleged ghost voices. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play two of them for you. And I want okay. you to tell me what you hear this ghost saying, and then I'll give you some options about right. what is the correct answer. Okay. So this first one, they're both posted by the KY ghost hunter, which <laughs> I believe stands for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, now this first one, we don't know what the location is. So who knows what the context is? I don't know. But what is this ghost saying? Okay. It's real quick. Let me play it again. Um, to me, that sounded like a parakeet. <laughs> okay, Flying but what was the parakeet page. saying? Okay, one more time. Okay. I didn't hear words. <laughs> okay, well, let me give you some options, and maybe this will help you. Oh. Is it A, see you guys? Is it no. B, you seem nice? Is it C, the machine died? Maybe they were at a haunted McDonald's, and the right. ice cream machine is right. broken. The machine died. Mm-hmm. Or, or D... <laughs> But we have fries. Okay. Let me play it again. What do you think? I mean, 
Truthfully, I don't really hear words. If I hear the rhythm, I'm wondering if I heard the word guys in there. So one of those had the option of see that, you guys, a see you guys, maybe see you guys. But like it really just it could be a possessed parakeet who flew into the or side the of, ghost a of a parakeet. It could be the ghost twin of a parakeet. <gasps> the ghost twin of a parakeet. See you guys. That is what they believe it says. I kind of <laughs> hear guys? it. I kind of hear it. Wait, listen. See you guys. See you guys. <laughs> are you are you saying the like rumbly voice under the screechiness is what you hear? Wait, I don't hear screechiness. Well, yeah, there is kind of like a background hum, but it's it's like a whisper that's going, see you guys. Oh, I don't hear that at all. Like, to me, I'll play it for you. What I just heard you play, I hear. Really? Yes. And then there's like a little under layer of like, like that. But. Wait, let me turn it again. Oh, it's, I mean, I hear like a grumbly overturn, but that one would not convince me. That would not make me say. This guy caught a ghost. Okay. Well, I got one that is going to change the game completely. You don't have to prove anything to me. This one. Well, (laughs) this I got real excited about. You know, I've heard about hundreds of haunted locations. I have never heard of this place before. Okay. There's a place in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. It's an old Mm -hmm. historic house. And it is called the Brown Pousset House. (laughs) Stop. I actually called them because I wanted to make sure I was saying it right. And it's Mm -hmm. Pusey. It's Mm. the Brown Pusey house, but it's Brown (laughs) hyphen P-U-S-E-Y. You could even go to brownpuseyhouse.org, which I have been. So you called them to find out how to say it correctly, but you (laughs) insisted on the first time (laughs) saying it. Brown Pusey. Because I keep getting it wrong. It's a hard word to say. Pusey. It is hard. Brown Pusey. Brown. I gave it just a little bit of flavor. Pusey. I gave Mm. it a little accent. Um, And it was built in 1825. For many years, it was a boarding house. And then in 1923, Mm. the Brown Pusey house was... (laughs) Restored and it was uh, given to the community by Dr. William Allen Pusey and Dr. Alfred Brown Pusey, as well as uh, Mrs. Sally Cunningham Pusey and Mm. uh, the related Hastings family. The Brown Pusey Genealogy Library you can find there, the Pusey Room Museum, (laughs) and you could even rent the Brown Pusey House for any of your Brown Pusey desires. Wow. So, here we go. Here's an EVP at the Brown Pusey house. (laughs) Okay. Okay, there's a lot of background noise in this. (laughs) You okay? (laughs) You're like, this is going to change... Everything for you. And then then you played me the sound of an electric fan getting caught on a shoelace. 
<laughs> in a warehouse. You're like, no, 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 no. This, I call them. This is going to be, this is going to be pretty big for you. So, all right, let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. I am starting to feel like these sound clips that you're playing are just like kind of you giving me like an ink blot test. (laughs) Is it A, what's all the commotion? Is it B, yeah, no shit? Is it C, come on, sister? Is it D, welcome to the Brown Beauty House? Okay, let me play it again. What's all the commotion about? They believe it's B. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> what, what did they say when you called them? Did you ask them about this clip? No, because this wasn't posted by them. This is posted by the the KY ghost hunter. Oh. Yeah. So this is like unauthorized ghost noise. Yeah, this is like a ghost hunter happened to be there and okay. captured a ghost voice um, when I called the Brown Pusey house, uh, they did not answer. So mm-hmm. um, it says in this clip that it says, quote, this EVP was caught within minutes of being inside the historic house. A female investigator says, you had better believe I brought my crucifix. And then it says, <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Listen, now that we know it's yeah, okay, this is how it sounds. Yeah, no shit. Okay, now listen for that. Now listen for that. Come on. You're no fun. I'm trying so hard. My heart is open. It just sounds like foil being rubbed against each other. It could be that too. I am not saying that. (laughs) Here's the thing. I can talk a big game here, but if I went to the brown pussy house, would I (laughs) be saying this? No, I wouldn't. I would be respectfully saying, thank you for sharing that with me. Okay. I'll admit that. I'll own that. But this has not. Do you have any plans to go on down to the brown pussy? (laughs) You know, I didn't have plans, but um, it's always open. I am, I am intrigued. Are they open? Is Actually, not answer? when I called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to go on an adventure if, if I haven't uh, confirmed someone will be there. I um, I will say that did, you're. I'll I'll say that 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 did actually change some things for me. So thank you, <laughs> but not in the way I was hoping. <laughs> okay one last thing i'm just gonna rapid fire a couple of paranormal phenomenas and tell me if you have a story if you believe in them whatever okay okay what do you think of ufos i think they're real really why i think that there's just like a lot there's so many people that have had sightings and i think that our universe is very big demi lovato Demi Lovato. 
And I believe Demi. Sorry. Do you believe that they live on another planet or in the ocean or here? Oh, the UFOs? Yeah. I think they're coming from another, some kind of other planet or space. I hadn't heard in the ocean. That's interesting because, right, there's so many unexplored places in the ocean. I think it's Mm. possible. Totally. I think they're coming from somewhere else. I don't know why they would come here and not either, you know, just turn back around or. They come here so they can feel better about where they live. (laughs) Yeah. Is what it is. Okay. What do you think of Bigfoot? Bigfoot, I'm not as convinced. I'm I'm not as convinced. I think it I think it's a bear. Okay. And also it's like in all different forests. People are looking in all different. It's like where all does over the, the place. So that's it's like it's not centered enough. Right. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of like synchronicities? Uh, do you read into that kind of stuff? Yes. Have you I definitely you think of any that it. you've experienced in life? Um Let's see. I def yeah, no, I definitely believe in that. Um, hmm, any that I've experienced. Those I feel like happen all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're paying attention. Exactly. Those I definitely think happen all the time. And I do think, you know, I do believe in kind of a hokey way. Like if it's, you know, if it's not for you, like let it kind of pass by. Like nothing is like forced, like everything is kind of meant to be or everything maybe happens for a reason in some way. Maybe not everything, but a lot of things happen for a reason. And but yes, to that, one, I, I say. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, <hate> no that. <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, but okay. I, I absolutely feel the same way as you. You got to pay attention to it. <laughs> um, have you ever had sleep paralysis? No. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> this is the weirdest doctor's appointment I've ever been to. <laughs> You're taking my medical history and just asking me the weirdest so fucking aliens, questions. what do you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Awesome. This is a psych evaluation, right. I feel. Okay. Um, okay. Let's do uh, Ouija boards. What do you mm-hmm. think? Have you ever done one? I've done them. I think everybody is pushing. And I don't trust any of these cheating bastards. Maybe it's maybe it's possible, but I have to think that there's uh, possessions and items in the world that have more like kind of spiritual realm and value that you can't just buy at a toy store. Like the like the doll from eBay. Like the doll the from Jacqueline. eBay. Exactly. Jacqueline. Are you a crystal person? Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. So what do you think about those? Like, do you think that they really harness energy or... I think that like they make me feel better in a small way. And ultimately that is what I am looking for. (laughs) So Uh they are powerful (laughs) whether or not. And like, I keep, you know, I think the power that that's not like a non-existent power. Like people have given me crystals and I keep them and they're like, Ooh, that's my lucky crystal. Cause I really love that person or that they were thinking of me. Or if you're in a store and you're like drawn to something for some reason, and then you give it to a friend, like, I think that's really nice. Yeah. And they, yeah, they make me feel good. Um, so I believe in whatever that, whatever that is. <laughs> oh, they're so pretty too. Oh, I they're love really them. Pretty. I have a crystal problem. Uh oh. Not, not, <laughs> not like that. Like I, I buy too many crystals. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, Kara, I guess that's it. I guess the doctor's appointment is complete. <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah, I, I feel like you gave me a lot to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Reconsidering ever talking to me ever again. <laughs> mainly that. Yeah, mainly <laughs> But also, I want to reassure you that you look like, if anything, it looks like you've, like, reverse aged. Like, I don't oh, know. Good. Maybe, like, I am not the guest with, like, the most ghost stories that you've ever had. But I feel like something about me relaxed you and, like, your fate, like, you're glowing. You seem, you know, like, your shoulders have, like, settled a little bit. So... <laughs> Thank you. I know that, that was your fear off the top of the episode. Yeah, it was. You, yeah. But I, I hope my Botox didn't relax because that would be bad. <laughs> That's not what I was going for because that would give me that 20-year aging. I, I am really, though, you did give me a lot of different things that I never thought about or knew. I didn't even know what astral projection was. I didn't know I was supposed to have experienced sleep paralysis. You're That's not, not supposed to. I've never had it. <laughs> a lot of people have. I never have. But, um, well, but yeah. Can you tell everybody where to find you and what you got going okay. on? Yeah, sure. And let well, me write me and- Give me an address for eBay. So yeah. <laughs> Please be real specific. You can send all of my mail to Mount Sinai Hospital, where I will be voluntarily checking myself in after this call. Um, so <laughs> me and my ghost doppelganger um, twin are going to be going on tour this whole summer all throughout the U.S. and Europe. And uh, you can find information about that on my website, caraconnors.com or my Instagram Caracons comedy. That's the only place I'm uh, active on social media. The other ones uh, just keep me humble because no one likes me on the other platforms except Instagram. Oh no! Well, no, that you don't have to like feel bad. Like okay, yeah. Well, thank God. You didn't even feel you. That was like a canned. I feel like we're fighting. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're not fighting. But like. Okay, I'll just clear the air. I'm just kind of like disappointed with the second soundbite because like I was ready for my life to change. <laughs> and then like, I really like, I bought, I met you right there. Like I opened up my heart, heart to heart. I was like, let's do this. Like it's almost pride. And then I felt like. Well, your life has you know? changed. Your mood changed. So yeah. <laughs> in a way I did make your life change. Did you know about the Brown Pousset house before? No, I never knew about the Brown Pousset house. And that's another thing I'm going to do. I'm, I'm sure they're close for the holidays, but I'm going to be calling them as well because I want to get some answers. <laughs> but no, we're not fighting. That was my ghost twin. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you, Kara Connors. The Brown Pusey house. I'm obsessed. Go to patreon.com slash link in the description of this episode to hear a bonus clip of us talking about a haunted eBay doll and a bonus episode this week. Hey, can you rate the show five stars and tell your friends about it? Subscribe, write a nice review, 
or leave a ghost story in a five-star review or email me at ghostedbyraws at gmail.com with a ghost story or a submission for a listener episode. I am on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. TikTok and Twitter is at It's Roz Hernandez. And I'm going to go ahead and talk to you next week. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Bands Audio, a podcast network.